finally, with first watch, it's been a minute. Uh, I'm coming back from maternity leave about a month back, but uh, want to get into the father of the bride. And Jim, I'm just so curious. I, I, I feel like this episode's going to be a lot just about, yes, the movie, but a lot just like personal wise about how you would feel yeah. and like comparing girl dad versus boy mom i don't know there's probably a lot of different feelings but like i don't know watching this movie do you do you start thinking about your daughters getting married do you get nervous about it how do you feel well it's it's funny like when you watch it um like a couple different times too so i watched it uh i think this movie came out 1991 1991 so i probably watched it when i was probably more putting myself even in the shoes of the guy trying to marry the daughter um and then uh annie banks but like mm-hmm. and then as you get older you kind of, and when steve martin was like funny when you watch it the first time you're like not as a dad you're like oh this is kind of funny and it's kind of <laughs> goofy but now when you put yourself in it you really do feel it uh there are some really touching moments that like the first time you watch it when you're younger or when i watched it uh even pre-kids i uh, probably watched it i think i watched it with my um, wife tanya before we had kids too mm-hmm. and there's moments like oh that's kind of touching but then when you have kids and they have a daughter and then it really touches you're like a whole nother level uh, of touching there so um i would say that like over time it's gotten more and more emotional for me um it's really just like steve martin is like a treasure i would say that too like the way he can hit on the notes of being like uh paternal but also very funny yeah and um like a jerk but lovable at times he really does kind of play i think a dad really well like how different ways the dad's going to act and 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 regret the way they act at times too but all out of good intentions yeah no for sure and like i think it's interesting that you say just watching it at different points of your life like i obviously i watched this on my maternity leave for the very first time so like in my mind i'm starting to think is is it better to be the boy mom on this side of stuff or like would i want to be on the girl's side of the family like planning it putting it all together the dad's giving up the daughter like i i don't know i feel like there's so many different aspects of it but like were you ever in a situation though when you were marrying your wife that it was daunting meeting like the girl's dad so and i want to ask you the vice versa of it as like putting yourself in annie's shoes as Uh well but um with like you know, obviously, I met my. It's different. I've been in that shoes, not with my with my wife. Uh, so, like, obviously, you, usually when you're dating people, you meet their parents at some point. And mm-hmm. when you're younger, meeting someone's parents it just feels so much more intimidating. Like, you're not, you don't feel like an adult. And these for sure are very young. What twenty two, um, which is still even then a little younger. I think they even said that, and then Annie pointed out that you were young too when you got married. But it's still pretty young to get married. Uh, and so, like, you're still finding your footing as an adult so like meeting the parents would feel like a much bigger deal also they dated for a while before they met like a pretty long time and they were already engaged right before he met the parents so like that would be abnormal and a little bit more daunting as well so i think uh for me like it's that part's almost more relatable when you're younger dating someone you meet the parents for the first time it feels so much bigger when i met my wife's parents it's like okay but like i was i think she was 26 i was 28 so mm-hmm. it's just like they've met you know they've met guys before i'm not the first guy that came through the mm-hmm. door and like it's more of like i'm just gonna be myself and it didn't feel that intimidating uh just from the idea like i was more comfortable in my own skin at For that sure. point of like who i am but like i i do uh sympathize uh to the you know the character in, in the movie because it's like all right 
I definitely know that I just didn't have it specifically with my wife because I think a lot of times nowadays you may have dated one or two people seriously beforehand that you've met their parents. Brian is his name. Uh, so like Brian is yep, Brian a McKen. sympathetic character. It's just not apples to apples on it. Mm-hmm. No, and like for me, I know that you said that you wanted to ask me about yeah. like the vice versa with yeah. being the girl in this yeah. situation. I didn't do the big wedding. Okay. So I think it's almost... I don't know. It's different. But and like, how did? But forget even the big. I know you didn't have the big wedding, but like, even just the meeting, like the initial. Yeah, at some point there was, and this is where like, um, every like relationship's different. Like, mm-hmm. this is much more of like, uh, um, like Annie was there. He was. She was their baby. And then she goes away to college. She comes back, and now she's like this full grown person is getting married, and like it's really hard again because he just appeared in their lives mm-hmm. as opposed to. Um, you know, I dated Tanya for a while and then we got married and in your situation, you can explain that too, but like, it's probably a little different, but even earlier on in there, or as it starts realizing that it's serious, there's probably, uh, I don't know if it's moments, but just in general, like caring what your dad thinks or any of those sorts of things. For sure. Um, I don't know. I guess I kind of have a weird situation because my parents don't live by me and they haven't lived like in the near vicinity to me since I was like 18, 19. So like. It was kind of like, hey, I'm dating this guy, and hey, we're still together after year after year after year. Like, you guys don't always see each other, but when you guys come visit, like, we all hang out and stuff. But it's not like my parents are within 30 minutes or an hour of me that, like, we can all hang out all the time, that they get to know this future husband of mine. Yes. So, I don't know. I guess I'm in, like, a weird situation myself, but... I I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm not in the same situation as this girl where she grew up in like this beautiful home with a mom and dad that cared about her and they were her like obviously yes my parents cared about me yeah, but yeah, like yeah. she was the baby she like went to college she's around her parents all of the time like I just don't have that. Well, it also wasn't like a uh, time bomb. So like again yeah. this was more of like they probably in their heads were wrapping their brain around this could happen as yeah. opposed to like. Boom, which is part of the, I think, the device of the movie is like that, I think, is incredibly unique in real life. Uh, And so that can be jarring. And I think that's part of where, again, you forgive uh, Annie's dad because you're Mm -hmm. like, all right, well, George, uh, because you're like, okay, this is just like kneecapped you. Like you just weren't expecting it, which his reaction is probably how uh, your dad or mom may have reacted internally and Probably. processed it uh, as it's going along, but they were able to process it, not just to have it blindside them. For sure. So like the daughter, Annie, she goes, uh, why do I want to say it's like Italy? She she studies abroad. Europe somewhere, I thought. Yeah. yeah. So she studies abroad and then she comes back and is like, hey, I'm engaged to this guy. Yeah. So super surprise engagement. Like you're saying, it's like a time bomb. Like, holy crap. My daughter's getting married. She's being taken from me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, the wedding's happening within a couple months. Like yeah. all of the things. How would you react? if one, I know that your daughters are yeah. very little. Yeah. yeah. But how would you react if that happened to you? Well, uh, it's hard to say because <laughs> like... Um, I can almost equate it to more of like just in modern terms, like when they first start dating or date someone seriously, like again, like that's where it's probably going to like, I think with each one, it's like a scar tissue, uh, like as a dad of like, okay, um, they're going to date like the first time of letting go, I think would be the hardest part. Like that idea of uh, like the idea of a guy breaking my daughter's heart makes me want to break their legs. So like, um, like that part bothers me more. And like, um, so like for me, in the, it would be sad for them to, you know, 
be out of the nest. But for me, it's almost more of like, I just want them to find someone. I, I talk about this with the girls. Like, look, don't save someone. They're a loser. Let them be someone else's problem. <laughs> uh, like, honestly, like you don't, if you have to dig for what's good about them or other people don't see it, then maybe you should reevaluate it. So like, I want them to have high standards. And if they, uh, their fir- if their first or second serious boyfriend is the one they end up with, great. Um, as long as it's not someone that you're bending over backwards to make like um, excuses for, which again, Brian is a good. Mm-hmm. So like initially, you might be like, um, "Oh God, this is so out of left field." But for me, it's like if someone they dated, and this seems like Annie's first serious boyfriend. If their first serious boyfriend is Brian McKenzie, yes, it's hard to like. Like that's where Steve like they're kind of putting a lot of things together, conflating of like letting go. Mm-hmm. But I think like over time, if your daughter, you know, their daughter has like a couple of serious boyfriends, you're slowly letting go over time. This almost feels like she, this is her first boyfriend slash she's getting engaged to this mm-hmm. guy. So it's hitting them all at once. But I would say to your question, it's more of like, if it was someone like Brian McKenzie, yes, I'd probably have a similar reaction to Steve Martin in the, in this hypothetical. But at the same time, I'd come to the same conclusion because Brian seems like a, it's good enough dude. You, you can ask for to date your daughter. Mm-hmm. Cause the, the thing that I want as a dad is like, don't date a loser. So like that's what I am concerned about. And so I just want them to find someone uh that treats them the way they should be treated, but also like is like someone that is ambitious and someone who wants to be moving forward right. and wants to always be and try to improve their life, whatever that means. Like I don't want someone who says like this is what I do and I'm just gonna do this forever. Like that to me is a red flag. So like I have things in my head that I'd be like, well, this concerns me because you're going to end up maybe not where you want to be because I'm hoping my daughters are those same mm-hmm. people. So hopefully they seek that out. But for me, it's more of like if they find the right person, whenever that is great. Um, and whatever that looks like, great. It's just more of like, don't date a loser. See. And so it's so funny because I wanted to get like the idea or like the, I don't know, the idea of from the girl dad to the boy mom yeah. where I'm like, I don't want to raise a douchebag. Yeah. Like, yes, yes. I want to raise my son to be great. But like that kind of brings me to my first category where I'm like new mom anxiety. That is my category. Yeah. Like just watching this, there is a lot of moments, but like one of the biggest things is just like that initial, the boy meeting the girl's parents, like is the boy going to make a good first impression? Like yeah. is my son going to make a good first impression? My baby isn't even four months old yet. Yeah. And I'm thinking about this stuff yeah. or like, um, like, will I like his wife? Yeah. Will he still come around? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the grandma on the dad side. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah okay, like, yeah. that makes me nervous that I'm gonna be dad side of the family yeah, when he no, has kids. Fair. Yeah, like. and that's that's definitely I think different. <laughs> uh, I think that's one of my wife's favorite part about being a girl mom mm-hmm. is that um, she's gonna have that bond with the girls. And I look, me too. Like, I know that there's an. Look, Tanya's got a. My wife's got a very strong connection with her dad, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always there. Like he is, how to put this? Like not the other man, but like look, he is. Imp- he is the other important man in her life. Like if she has questions about, like, you know, and like I lean, I like I need help with some certain things. I ask him questions, mm-hmm. just like I would my dad. But like there is a different relationship with the girl dad if he's a good dad. For like my part of it, it is one of those things where I look at it, it's like. I want to be like for new dad anxiety and I've been a dad for a while now, but it's like, <laughs> I want to set the example of letting the girls know what uh, a standard is oh, uh, in a guy. And honestly, uh, some of it's working against my wife on some of it. Cause she'll say <laughs> stuff like, like girls. Oh, well, you know, if he loves you and he's nice, like, well then that's all I mean, like, okay. Yeah. That matters early. But like, for me, it's more of like, you also have to like, that's like a bare minimum. 
So like, so she has something like, you know, like this idea of like, well, there's only a few things you need. No, you need more than just these few things. You don't want to be, um, you know, you don't want to be with someone who doesn't have ambition. Uh, it was like a big one for mm-hmm. me. So like, if that's like, they can be nice. And if there's someone that just wants to like mow lawns for the rest of their life, then like, no, like not to be rude about it, but like you have to, you need to do something more. Uh, or, you know, like you might want to really examine that. So like for me, it's more of like, um, if they want to mow lawns to end up having their own business to mow a lawn and then have like a multiple friend, great. Mm-hmm. But if they're like, I'm just going to mow lawns, like that's a red flag for me. Like if they say like, I want to do this to get to this, to get to this, fantastic. You're ambitious. You're going forward. So for me, it's more of like, um, you need to have like all, so I want the girls to find someone that's more than just like a baseline he's nice to me and he loves me like for sure i want them to see what an, a good but that they're involved with the kids that they are active in the house they are going to all your things they are you know because i i think there's a lot of men out there now that don't have the right view on women or don't have the right view on women's roles and like don't have the right view on uh, women are equal, and like that's a big one for me because I think that's a big. Uh, what's the word here? Um, like you can you can eliminate a lot of people mm-hmm. so if the girls know that like a guy and we don't have to get into all here, but a guy who thinks that you're lesser or a guy who thinks you should have these roles because of who you are or a guy who thinks that it's bad if you're making more money than them or a guy that thinks you don't have control of your body, like those are guys that should be instantly eliminated no matter what, however nice they are. Oh, to for you. sure. And so like those are the things that I want to establish into them. Uh, and like those are the things that like from a, like a, a girl dad, it's more of like you do not need to at all allow who you are be dictated by that person. Like you need to be who like for me, I'm very concerned about that. Like you need to be you in this relationship, not who he wants you to be in this relationship. Mm-hmm. So like that's the big thing that I want for my daughters. And like that's what I want for them. And I don't want them to accept less. And to me, that's actually bigger concern more and more when they're younger. Yeah. Because high school boys are like the biggest losers out there mm-hmm. and they're going to try to, I've told them, it's like, they're going to try to bring you down to their level. You don't do it. For sure. Like, that's the big thing for me. I kind of actually agree with you. The same thing, just like, like gender switched. Same thing with like my son, where it's like, I want him to see a great relationship between me and his dad yeah. seeing like, hey, we are equals. We are partners. We are a team. One of us is not higher than the other, like with anything. Oh, my wife's definitely higher than me, but that's fine. <laughs> if you guys have an equal, that's good, good for, good for We try to make it as equal as possible at all times. But like, I want to see it. I want him to see like, hey, mom goes out and goes and does like a really awesome job at ESPN Madison. Like, mom, I want somebody that goes and works their butt off. I yeah. want somebody who hustles in my life. I don't want just like a couch potato for a wife either kind yeah. of thing yes. too. So yeah. I think it's, it, it is similar like in terms of those kind of things. Yeah. Um, but the next thing I want to talk to you about is yeah. the most realistic moment or character that you had watching this film. And I will preface this by saying this one came to my mind because I was talking to Strofe yesterday, yeah. Alex yeah. Strofe. Um, and he said, are you even a Packers fan? And I said, yes, why would you ask me that? And he's like, well, you're always just so negative about the Green Bay Packers. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm a Packers fan. I'm just realistic. Yeah. Like, yeah. I am a realistic fan. So I want to know, what do you think was the most realistic moment or character that you can think of from this film? Well, I mean, in this movie, there's a, I think there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'll just kind of run through it a little bit. Like, for sure. So Steve Martin, George Banks is very realistic. Obviously, it's for a movie, so it's over the top. But he's like... Some of the things he does, obviously, are tropes in a movie mm-hmm. to, like, get you to, like, laugh or, like, but it is taking in a kernel of truth and just blowing it up a little yeah. bit. Like, uh, 
And so, like, that's, you know, take that curl, turn it the popcorn so we can enjoy it at the movie. So, like, that's one of those things where, like, George Banks, but he is very relatable in all these things. Being excited, having this relationship with his daughter. She is his best friend. Having these things. Like, I feel like I have this uh, with both my daughters in different ways. But, like, the basketball, like, when they play ball together. Mm-hmm. Like, that's very, it chokes me up. Um, and whatever that moment is with your kid. Like, that's I love one, that you picked that moment because I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, like, that's the one for me where it's, like, you're going to have... You know, we talked before, and like you have mo- you have things with your uh, kids that are things that you ha- like they like to do with you. Mm-hmm. So like that's a like a circle back moment where at some point in your life, like you want to keep those rolling no matter what. Like ideally, uh, I would imagine like it just did a good job of like little girl to like a grown up woman, and the idea of like I would imagine throughout their entire lives, anytime she had things that were bothering her that she wanted to talk to her dad about, like they did the basketball together like that's mm-hmm. so for me like that was realistic everyone has their own thing uh diane keaton uh nina banks in the movie like her like just being loving and sweet and happy about it all for her, her. Yes. she's amazing she's an she's just an amazing i actress, love her in but, every like, movie yes. yeah but she uh, does a really good job of like reigning in george uh-huh. uh and again like again you call it a balance and every relationship is a balance but again she's like like george might present himself as the lead but like she's the one pulling the strings in that family behind the scenes so she's the one reining him in she's the one being the emotional support for annie and letting her know you know dad loves you he's just being insane right now and then also looking at george being like you're a moron and like so like all these sorts of things so i think her character was very realistic annie's character uh that like annie and brian gets it's a little bit stretching the imagination and maybe uh 1991 it was more like this but like Going off to college, Europe, coming back, engaged, and like just out of left field. That whole feel that feel, feels very much fake, but at the same time, it still had enough truth in it. Like her and her relationship with her dad and her mom and uh, her fiance, I thought all worked really well mm-hmm. together. It's just the actual setup that seemed weird. Uh, Brian McKenzie, same thing. I thought um, really good, like realistic type character taking away the original like setup of how it gets going of like they just get married out or get engaged and all that kind of stuff um i just want to say i love uh maddie kieran culkin who is uh which is he's an amazing he's an amazing actor he's in succession right now but the little boy in it okay uh, like he's just really funny and i just wait is he related to macaulay culkin yeah yeah okay i didn't yeah. know that yeah that's so interesting there's three of them there's um kieran macaulay and then there's a third one that did a little bit of acting too. oh but kieran is probably the most successful now Okay, I'll have to look it up. Yeah, so Kieran Culkin, I'll just tell you right now real quick, is in uh, the show Succession, but he was also in Igby Goes Down, Scott Pilgrim Against the World, which are bigger movies. Um, and then he's you know he's kind of a guy that's kind of blown up a little bit uh, as as well. So, um, but he was Fuller in Home Alone. Oh, interesting. Yeah. What a small world. Right, and then I mean, obviously the most unrelatable characters, but they did a very good job was. Uh, uh, Frank and Howard, the wedding planners. Okay, that's and then funny. John and Jonah McKenzie were kind of just nothings. So, like yeah. they were fine, but they were kind of nothing characters. But to your point of your anxiety, like this movie's about a dad and his daughter and giving her away, not about the son. Like who cares about that part? You know, so like mm-hmm. that's. I think it was well done. But like for me, like that's how I'd rank the the characters. But the moment, yeah, with the daughter is I yeah. Think realist, yeah, I thought like I I think there were so many like you said there were so many realistic moments, but like. One of the ones that stood out to me was just when uh, 
Oh my gosh, why? Steve Martin. I keep wanting to say Martin Short, and yeah. then there's Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when Steve Martin is just like constantly complaining about like how expensive the wedding's going to be, and he's just freaking out about yeah. it. Um, I thought that was really good, and I actually saw I saw this thing that says um, in 2016, beefrugal.com estimated that the wedding cost would have totaled nearly two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So like, I understand why he was freaking out. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then also, I thought that a really sweet moment, because it was, you know, during during the movie, he was constantly saying how expensive it was going to be, all that. That then the daughter, like, she fell asleep on the couch that one night, and then he found her notebook, and it said, like, her ways of making the wedding cheaper. Yeah. I thought that that was really that was, realistic, yes. because yeah. it was like, she put on there, like, make my own cake. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think so many daughters would relate to that being like or any kid would yeah. relate to that just to like help their parents out and be like yeah. hey here's yeah. what i can do yeah. like i am willing to take this down to help them out well um, and, that, and that part of it like for me like that was a good one because like sometimes and i talk about my kids with this of like there's a difference between uh value and cost mm-hmm. and so like rosie but like, oh this costs too much I'm like no we can afford it it's just not worth the money to yep. spend. And so like I always try to be very per, you know specific with my kids on that because it's like I want them to learn value, not, oh, you shouldn't not get something only because you can't afford it. You should be looking at it as like, is it valuable? Yeah. Uh, and is it worth it? And in this case, the wedding was worth it for him and her to do it, and he could afford it. Like those two things need to go hand in hand, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, if he can afford it, but like, I think at times parents all you know reference like, oh, this is exp-, you know, and then you could get your kids worried about like, oh, this is expensive, or make them feel bad, or like keep on talking about it. Um, I mean, heck, even stuff with like the dog uh, when dog had ACL surgery, I was I complained. I'm like, I, I don't. This is <laughs> ridiculous. Like, um, and around the house, and they're like, and then they like were trying like. You know, like, well, we can do this. I'm like, and it's fine. It's just, I, I just want to complain about it because yeah. I'm not thrilled about it. But then you realize, like, okay, your kids are always listening. You are the most important person in the world to them. So you just have to remember that at times, even if you're just venting out loud, um, to at least tell them, like, hey, I'm just venting. Yeah. Like, it is what it is, but. It's just life. Yeah. I'm just I, complaining I'm just about it yes, a little bit. Yes. <laughs> um, another part, too, that reminds me just of what you were saying about, like, the red flags and stuff yeah. was when they initially had met the kid, when the guy, when they had come home from Europe or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, so, like, what's your degree in? And then he yes. tells him it's communications, blah, 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 blah. I thought that was so funny. Because oh, then yeah. the dad was just like, that's that's not even a real thing. Yeah. What are you talking about? And I can just see that being yeah. like a real dad. Maybe not like obviously saying it to his face, yeah. but then like to your like I can imagine my husband being right. like to me or whatever, yeah. saying like, "What the hell is that?" Right? Like yeah. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. So yeah. I, I thought yeah. that was great. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing that I thought was super uh, realistic was just when they were at the wedding, and then it was the reception that he the dad was never able to actually go talk to his daughter yes. the entire time yes. yes like you had a real wedding yeah. you had a legit yeah. full wedding yeah. is that pretty realistic with like you don't necessarily i don't know you don't get to go and like enjoy other people's company i know that the weddings i've been to like the bride and groom will walk around every table and say like thanks for coming we appreciate you being here but like you know, do they so ever we get tried to, to um, our our wedding was not massive. It was you know it was a it was people who were close to us in the wedding, mm-hmm. and um, we paid for it ourselves. Okay, um, my parents, um, I, I forgot if it was the I think they did liquor and a couple other things, or I think they did liquor, but then they gave us like a good chuck, like a good check to like help with the payment for everything. So like, um, but it wasn't, you know, it didn't cover it all or mm-hmm. anything like that. So, uh, but they covered the beer and liquor and then they gave us like a nice. Um, okay. And that was my gift. question. Yeah. Do the dad's family, 
does dad's or the dad i keep saying the dad does the husband or groom's family contribute to a wedding because i feel like so much of the time you hear that it's oh it's the it's the parents of the brides i like, can't cost. imagine Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like it's incredibly rare that where the father, the bride, or that family's paying for the wedding. Like I feel like that has really died. Like I just can't. Like that was not a thought of when my wife and I got married that her family was going to pay anything for it. Like this is our wedding, and they might want to again. So my parents helped in the back, and they wrote us like a check, but it wasn't like all of it. It was just a good check. It kind of maybe covered our honeymoon, and then. we had the um, again they bought the liquor and then um, my in-laws I think bought the dress and a few other things and they wrote us a nice check too like again so it helped mm-hmm. maybe between the two we had a good chunk of it covered but we paid for it on our own otherwise and so like you know we went to dig and save here in, in Madison and got all the dig center and pe- save? yeah which is like a <laughs> Uh, it's like a goodwill, but it was um, St. Vinny's. So like, oh, you'd be okay. like, so we went there. We got all the centerpieces. We went through and bought, a, got a bunch of flower vases. They're all different, obviously, but yeah. like, so my wife's a big. Um, she loves sunflowers. So she had the idea. She planned this whole thing out. So like, we went there and got all the like. So basically, dig it. It's like by weight. So we bought a, you know, however many tables we had. We went through. We'd go a couple times to be able to get enough that we needed, and we buy these vases for like a nickel each. Like these old like people throw away their flower vases mm-hmm. or whatever clear ones. So it had to be clear ones. But then we, she filled them with sunflower seeds and plastics, and then sunflowers in them. But they were plastic sunflowers. And then she tied like a little, uh, she bought these little things of honey in it, and then she tied like a little bee thing around it, and it was like be mine. And they date on it's like that was oh, our centerpieces, and like, yeah. but like we did that on our own. So like everything was done. And we did it at the Lucier Family Heritage Center here in Madison, which is out by like Christie's Landing, but it was like a big prairie area, an outdoor area, and they had a beautiful outdoor space to get married in the back. So again, that was probably our biggest cost along with catering. Um, actually, no, I should say, I think we spent the most on a photographer. But to your question of like, um, it was not a big wedding because uh, also like mm-hmm. we had to, you know, so I said my people. So it was like people at, uh, yes, you know, Greg Scalzo was the officiant of our wedding. Uh, I had other friends, you know, in the, you know, at the wedding or whatever. And um, we threw as a kind of just like a big party. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was maybe maybe a hundred people. Maybe that was high. That's still a lot. But yeah, but if you think about it, like you have your close relatives, and then they're like so like you bring your and we had some relatives fly in, uh, which was nice. But like so my my dad, and then like you just kind of if you just do the baseline, like my dad has a sister and a brother, so then they have family, so then they gotta come, <laughs> and then like uh, you know, and so then like my mom, same thing. So like automatically, it was probably. 50, 60 people right. were just that. So then Tiny and I maybe had 40 of our own that were friends or whatever that we brought. Um, so we kept it tight. So we were able to see everyone, to your question. We were able to see everyone. Uh, our photographers have been really good now. And I was talking to Marissa, who's getting married, to like, uh, and uh, Ben Wittes in the office too. Like a lot of times, either doing stuff ahead of time. And mm-hmm. so like we did, we wanted to still keep it where I just saw it. First time I saw Tanya was when she came down the aisle. But what we did is that all my uh, best man stuff and like Scalzo's and some of those photos just being the efficient, those were all done uh, ahead of time like yep. those were all done before the wedding same with tanya and all her uh bridesmaid stuff and so uh and then what we did is um and then any single shots of me or her were done ahead of time as well and so then it really was right after the wedding we gathered up everyone for traditional shots did those quickly and then tanya and i did like a little shoot like as the sun was setting though too so maybe 40 minutes like at the most mm-hmm. and then we were in in there uh, when we met, we I, I think we saw just about every. At least the people who were super close to us, we definitely saw. Yeah. Um, like with out of the hundred, we probably had like a real interaction with seventy of them, and then some sort of touching, inter, you know, passing by interaction. But like, time you got to see your dad, and like, mm-hmm. 
uh, through the father daughter dance, but like she got time with him and all that kind of stuff too. So like we were happy with how we did it. We didn't want it to be too big. We had to pay for it, but like they can't get too big and they can't get overwhelming. I don't know how. I guess they don't. I mean, the Banks family obviously very wealthy, and the other family very even more wealthy. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know how realistic it is, and maybe it's just not in my world. But I I think those weddings of like pomp and circumstance and cost and busy. I feel like those are less and less, and now they're more like customized and personal and uh, more intimate. Yeah. No, I'm just curious because I'm like, do I need to start like saving up for a wedding right now? I don't know. I, I, I don't know, know where I, I'm at. I, I can't imagine <laughs> in 25 years or whatever that yeah. it's going to get switching back to the more traditional, uh, you know, parents paying. For, I think like you just want to be in a position to help your kids when you can. Right. So it's more of like I would just have you just have like money aside that as you get older you're like. Look, we can comfortably write a check for five grand to our True. our son, or maybe twenty five years from now, ten grand because way you know money mm-hmm. goes. So like, so we can come a check for ten grand to help them out. Uh, all right, last category that I want to throw at you: over and over scene. Which scene in the film could you just watch over and over? And I will tell you mine because yeah. I don't want you to take it. Okay. Um, when they first meet with Martin Short, the wedding planner, yeah. so freaking funny. Just his accent, yeah. like they don't know what he's saying. I, I don't even know if he was French Talk. or... Talk. Yeah, Talk. like so funny. And yeah. and I feel like I personally relate to this because I am just so bad with accents. Like anybody that comes and talks to me in an accent, like it, like I really have I'm to focus on yeah. it. Like I've gotten better over the years, but like... Oh my gosh. So like I just resonated so much with Steve Martin just being like, "What? What?" Yeah. 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 No, and that is and I'm also trying not to conflate to the movie cuz I've also seen Father of the Bride 2. Um Wait, the most recent one? No, 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 that's the remake. There's oh. a second one with Steve well, all these same characters. Oh. Um where Annie and uh Brian have a baby. I don't want to ruin oh. the rest of it. There's more surprises in it, but like you should definitely watch it. Okay. Even if we don't do it as a, a first watch, you should definitely watch it. It's very heartwarming. It's very good. Okay. Uh, it's it's a, it's maybe like um, if that one's like an eight out of ten, Father of the Bride. This one's like a seven and a half or seven out of ten. Oh, the, okay, the that's good so, to know because a lot of times the sequels just meh. No, it's not quite the same, but it's still they do a nice fun little twist on it, and okay. it still kind of gets there. Um, the relationships are still like strong, and they, like it was such a good group of like seem to really connect in there. Uh, but to your question about. Uh, the one I'd watch over and over again. Um, man, again, the basketball one is is, mm-hmm. is great. Um, man, otherwise, I think when he's sitting at the table and she's talking and he goes, she goes back and forth between daughter, like a little kid, and like uh, dad, and like he blanks out, like blacks out, and like doesn't have a response, and like that whole thing uh, was very relatable. So that was very fun. Uh, as, as well, um, when he finds out she's coming home, in the sh- you know, he's in the shoe place, and he's got his, all this stuff, and he's driving home, and all that kind of stuff. So that was very fun too. Frank was great. I did not appreciate those characters the first time I watched it. I was kind of annoyed by them, but like when I rewatched it uh, <laughs> recently, I was like, God, man, those guys, those like, Martin Short's great. Uh-huh. I'll say this: uh, Have you watched only murders in the building? Okay, so I watched the first season. Mm-hmm. Second season, I didn't really enjoy, so I just stopped after like the second episode. Okay, well, how can you not enjoy like I the don't second know. episode? I don't know. Um, I, so I, we we haven't started the second season yet, um, but the first one again, I just appreciate Steve Martin and Martin Short even more now. Yeah, um, is it Selena Gomez in it? Yes, she's great. She is. Uh, I mean, she's just um, great, and like, so my wife likes it too because she's like, she's very pretty, but she's not like. 
fake pretty. You yes. know, this idea of like, wow, she's just a regular person, beautiful uh, woman. And she's a very good actress, too, and yep. like very good with comedy. Like, keeping up with those two guys is great. And, I, and the new one, I know there's more people. At. And I think the third one, they're adding Paul Rudd to it or whatever. There's so, a third season? Yeah, they're working oh on a third gosh. season. And uh, But I am excited to watch it and uh, the, the other one. But those two guys, seeing them back together, it was just kind of fun that Steve Martin and Martin Short together. Yeah, so like you know how Adam Sandler kind of has like his core group of people he keeps together? Is yep. that something that Martin Short and Steve Martin do? Because like I haven't seen very many Steve Martin films. I don't, I don't think... Uh, I don't think they have. Steve Martin, I would recommend going down the rabbit hole of Steve Martin movies. My Steve Martin uh, knowledge is cheaper by the dozen. That's yeah, he's really very good. good in that. So there's one called um, The Jerk, which is like his like foray into it. Okay. It is, you have to like stupid comedies. It is really stupid. And it's from like the se- like late 70s. Okay. It is so dumb. Like it's stupid in a way of like it's really well done. And it's a great comedy, but it's like Adam Sandler a little bit of like uh-huh. uh, where it's like this is just really dumb. But he does dumb really well. Uh, but he is. Um, I'm trying to think of there was uh, a couple others. He's written a lot of he's written a lot of movies that you definitely should watch. But um, I would say it's I think called Parenthood. Uh, he plays a dad in that, and okay. he is great in that. Um, I would definitely recommend. Uh, watching that one. He plays a lot of dad characters. He does, and he always looks old. And um, <laughs> I was going to say, the pictures I've seen, like, he looks the same he age. He does. <laughs> um, but, like, if you... I'm just trying to think of the the movie. Uh, Cheaper by Dozen, he is great in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. And then, again, Parenthood is another one that he is very good in. Uh, it's an older movie. He plays a dad in that. There's a movie Bowfinger, which he's very good in, with him and Eddie Murphy. Okay. Uh, again, that's from the ni- late 90s. So that would be another one where I'd recommend, uh, you know, watching it. And I think that's probably it uh, for him. I mean, there's other ones that are good. They're just a little bit maybe. Grand Canyon would be the other one. That's like an ensemble cast of like, it's like a purposely out of the, like you're going out of your way to like be super touching about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the other one, well, obviously Planes, Trains, Automobiles. Haven't seen that one. I do need to see that one because people reference it all the time. Yes. That one, again, is one that kind of grew on me of like when I watched it later in life. I'm like, oh, this is really good. When I watched it when I was when it came out, maybe I was, well, I probably didn't watch it when it came out. I was 87, so I was seven then. But I probably watched it maybe 11, 12 years old. And I was like, this is fine. But now I watch it. I'm like, oh, wow, this is so good. It's so touching. And so like he does a good, he's so good at like, he can do slapstick stupid. Like also there's Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Which is also slapstick, stupid, but so funny. Uh, but he can also do like as he does in Father the Bride, and all these other things where he's touching, but he's very funny, and like he can do this sort of like move you emotionally and make you laugh, and like he does that in some movies, and he's great at that. Mm-hmm. Like him and John, like we could do a whole podcast on like great movie dads. Him and John Candy Ooh, would be really that'd high be up fun. there. Yeah, yeah. we uh, did watch a few John Candy ones. Yeah, already, and he's so. great, great movie dad. Uh, that is John true. Candy. Um, like so, you could you could definitely I'd put Steve Martin up there as one of the best movie dads out there. Oh, hot take. Yeah. Uh, last thing here, Rutledge and Hamilton recasting. Oh, yeah. We love doing this. I feel like you guys kind of already have like your own set roles, but um, so obviously you father the bride. You have two daughters. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't wait for that day to come for <laughs> yeah, you. You yeah. probably can wait. Uh, Matt. I uh, he, think. Oh, okay, on. you tell me. I, Brian. Like, I, I just thought of him as like. Oh, the really? Guy, yeah, the guy who just shows up and you're like, oh, who is this guy dating my daughter? Like, and he turns out not to be bad, but initially you might be worried. But okay. I was just like, Brian popped in my head. It's just what popped in my head immediately of like, all right, 
Matt is the the like the foil on this. Like you initially maybe don't want him to date, date a married daughter, but when you get to know him, you're like, oh, okay, he's good. Okay, that's interesting because I had Strofe as Brian because <laughs> Strofe is really like, oh god, if he like came and like was dating my yeah, daughter, that yeah. might make me a little nervous. Yeah, there you go. That's so, fair. um, but we can talk about who you're gonna have for Strofe. But for Matt, I thought. He could actually be the wedding planner. Okay. Because the wedding planner just has like no concept of like money, what's feasible. He kind of just has all these outrageous ideas that like, like, I don't know. The wedding planner just doesn't have like a great feel for the real world. And maybe that sounds really harsh, but I kind of think that with Matt sometimes where it's like, dude, like people work like from nine to five every day. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I would say I, w- I would probably lean towards Franck for a stroke mm-hmm. and the idea of like you have no idea how it all comes together and you have no idea how any of it works. It seems completely ridiculous and unorganized, but it does work out in the end. That's so true. Like, and I like also like Franck loves attention, draws attention to himself, makes a show out of himself, makes it all about him, which feels a little bit like Alex. So um, <laughs> and all of us. But I just think that like Alex fit in that one. But um, just initially like and yeah, Alex is they're both people where you initially like and yeah, date my daughter, but then. <laughs> Uh, later on, you're like, all right, they are, even They're though they got bad. their quirks, like, they are all the things I would check yeah. in a box of, like, I'd want for my daughters. So. And for Matt, I guess it could be, like, in the scene where he is meeting the, uh, the when he's meeting Brian, and he goes, he's wearing Nikes. Yes. <laughs> then literally but, be Matt. <laughs> yes, but also, like, the curling part. You're a curler? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, true. you make money at this? Like, so, yeah, I think there's some of that, too. That is yeah. true. Uh, my last question for you, well, two yeah. more questions. Yeah. There's a, not a sequel, but uh, a remake I'm not of this film. With it. I'm okay. Not, I'm not even going to bother with it. Remake. One, like, I'm okay. Well, because this to... movie's a remake. Yes. You... True. But, like, this one's done so well. Yeah. Um, I know they did it, like, um, Who's Coming to Dinner or whatever. They've done that one before with the trope of, like, a, uh, a white guy dating an African-American girl or vice versa. And then they go see the opposite family. And, like, those have been done so much, it's kind of beaten in the ground. But, like... Well, let's just let me look real quick. I'm not a huge fan of Andy Garcia because I know he's in the new one here. So, like, Mm -hmm. that's a big one for me as well. There was no buzz for it uh, as far as the new father, the bride. Yeah, I didn't know it until I started, like, looking up stuff for this movie. And then it said that, yeah, there was a remake. So I was pretty surprised. Yeah. And a lot of, I mean, a lot of these things are either direct remakes or whatever. So it does get a six out of 10, but um, maybe I'll give it a shot. I just, I'm too emotionally. invested if you will mm-hmm. in this one to like you love it too much yeah that you don't to, like give it a it. fair yeah. shot um there are good i mean there are good actors in this I'll, I'll say that but um i just don't uh i just don't know okay uh last question for you what do we watch next i do you, do you have anything in mind or you have anything at the back of your head i don't i have to look i i have prime okay. i've watched I actually saw this movie because it came up on Tubi. I started watching Tubi while I was on my maternity leave. I don't know what that is, but okay. It's all free, and they have good stuff on there. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe I'll surf on there, but um, I don't know. The most recent movie that I watched was that uh, Air, the okay, one about yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. But I don't know how much we can like... I don't know. I think we both probably really like that movie, but maybe I want to pick well, your brain about Well, I can take a look at... Um on prime here to see uh what's on there as, as well so we can kind of uh uh see if there's something that we could watch that's uh because again we must watch private parts because that's popped up and might we watch did. it again so we must have watched that one so we can kind of uh see some ones on here that you could watch if and we'll pick that uh what about have you seen free willy no 
I don't even know what that is. It's one you your family, too. Okay. Um, it is a movie. Two worlds separated by water and land come together in this heartwarming adventure about friendship between a troubled young boy and an orca whale. And um, it's 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 uh, stars Michael Madsen, which if you saw him, you'd recognize Laura okay. Petty um, was another person you recognize. So the other one I would throw out if you have if you don't want to do this one, be have you seen Point Break, the original with uh, Keanu and uh, yeah, we watched that. We already we did, did the first already. watch episode. So Laura Petty's the one that's um, the girlfriend in that. Okay, so she's in this one. So it's good. It's good. You can watch it with the whole family. Um, it's good. Like it had like the zeitgeist a little bit during. Uh, probably early '90s. Okay. Uh, Michael Jackson made like the theme song for it, um, so it's like a it was it was a popular movie. It's a good kids one. It's on Prime. It's for free, so maybe okay. tentatively we could do that one. But okay, yeah. let's plan on that one. And then there's also one I just looked because yeah. I have like my movie list a little bit. Yeah. That you told me about. This is the end. Oh God, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we'll have to add yeah. that one to the yeah. list yeah. eventually. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. I think I think we'll stick with Free Willy for next. Week. Okay. That'll be cool. All right. Awesome. This has been First Watch. We'll see you next week.